What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Yes. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Of course. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip and picking a movie out by hand simply based on a juvenile dick and balls joke on the movie poster. <laughs> on, the, on this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schultz. And joining me as always, two dudes who try to psych me out every time I read the opening introduction, <laughs> Sean Fryer and AJ Vince. How the heck are you? I need to get some sort of elaborate, like a couple pair, like a actual testicles. Like, you know, the testicles that hang off of the, the trucks? Yeah, from the cool, cool always guys. Cool the guys. Yeah. Mike's truck has those. Yeah, I, I just got to get a pair of those and just wave them in front of you. <laughs> Make Finish them. Bang on. <laughs> 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 well, thank you for being here. You at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you love from childhood and give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. That's me. So stay tuned for all the fun. Before we get into the movie, please don't forget to leave us a review on your pot of, a pot of the podcast platform of choice, which is also Spotify. You can hit that like button. Get us on the Patreon. We have tons of amazing perks, including voting on upcoming movies. There's an epic vote going on right now between Wayne's World and Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Uh, Men in Black creeping up there. Get it. Vote for that. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> they can vote for what they want to. And then we're going to drop a super special vote that will come out uh, soon that's going to basically be summer baseball movies. There's yeah. a lot of really good ones. And we got to hit one of them. We, we did say a lot. So go back and listen to that if you're craving that right now. But I dare you. I'm just saying. Patreon is where it's at. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. Weekly bonus audio movie votes. Go help support the podcast. Check us out there. And check us out on YouTube. Merch. Yeah. We, we got, got merch. AJ's got a Humanize the Goons shirt. Look, Look at that. that shit. I know you want it. Uh, social media is everything you would ever want. Confusedbreakfast.com. We do have a voicemail today. Call us at 319-804-9596. Here it is today. Hey, guys. This is Frank from New York. Frank, uh, New up? York State, not city, so let's not get too excited. But uh, <laughs> love the podcast, man. Um, pretty much like everybody else, got this from the Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, cool. Very thankful that I came across you guys. Uh, I'm a big 90s, 80s uh, nostalgic supporter, so 
anything I can do to escape back into a time that brings back memories, uh, you know, I, I definitely strive for, and you guys absolutely fulfill that need for me. Uh, would love to see some or listen to a little more uh, horror reviews. I'm a big horror nerd. Same, same here. But, um, same here. Curious, what is everybody's favorite genre from that era, like 80s, 90s? I know in the 90s there's a lot of action, but curious mm-hmm. to get everybody's take. Keep doing what you're doing. Love, love you guys, um, and uh, big supporter. Thanks for calling in, Frank from not New York City. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great. No, that's a great question. Uh, what, I mean, what is is that an obvious choice for you, Sean? Horror, 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 horror. <laughs> He's scared right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, man. Eighties. So talking classic movies, eighties, nineties, horror is your jam. If you could only pick one. Yeah, I got to. It. Yeah, it's a. It's all. It, I mean, especially in eighties. Yeah. Like it's a. It's there's such a swath. Yeah. Of great picks there, man. Swathtika. What about you? Um, Jesus. Uh, swath. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like <laughs> No, I get it. AJ looks nervous. No, that's funny. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I, I, well, I just put never mind, go ahead. I, I'm gonna say action for you. I think you're right there. I, I was gonna so? I was gonna think comedy. Is it comedy mm. for you? I think I think I'm the if you're talking that era, uh, it's like the dumb it's the great outdoors and weekend at Bernie's. Like yeah. I think that's more of It's a my, close second for me. Yeah. See, yeah. that's and that's the thing. Like I have a tough time going between very much what we're kind of focusing on right now in the show is like a lot of slapstick Zucker Brothers style yeah. comedy, but but also the action movies like like the Lethal Weapon movies, the Arnold movies, St- yeah. Sylvester Stallone, like all those movies. I think that that is one that resonates way more than some of the others. Like my comedy comes from those movies, those slapstick sure. ones. But then so much of obviously my physique and awesomeness <laughs> comes from the action movies. So <laughs> you are the living embodiment of that that fucking embrace. In, yeah. Is it Predator? Yeah, I yeah. Think it's Predator. We're You're a son there. of a bitch. <laughs> Did you guys ever see a movie called Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan? Yes. No. Yes. Do you remember their handshake? Thunder in Paradise. No. It, so it's the world's worst handshake. Sorry to get on a tangent here, it's but okay. it's important. Hulk Hogan made a movie and a TV series called Thunder, Thunder. in Paradise, which had a boat, like yes. a special boat. It was like Knight Rider, but a boat. It was okay. Boat. Yeah. And it him, talked and everything? Him, or? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. It was like okay. Nobody cared. Yeah. It was Hulk Hogan. But him and his buddy had the world. They're like, you ready to kick some ass? Hell yeah, let's go. And what they would do is the one guy would put his arm up like this. The other guy would put his arm up like this, and then they'd go. <laughs> and if you want to see what that looked like, go to our YouTube. They basically just put their hands together and then raise their thumbs. For thumbs I, I just picture a snap zoom yeah. as soon as they put their thumbs Oh, up. yeah. <laughs> I do remember Well, that. maybe we'll talk about that some other time. I'm down. That sounds great. Okay, boys, it is time to introduce today's movie. On this episode, we discuss a movie that combined two of the most brilliant comedic minds of the last 25 years with the writer, director, producer of Airplane and the Naked Gun movies, a movie that gave all of us nerdy, uncool, beer-drinking, unathletic nobodies a sport that we could possibly succeed in and get all the glories, chicks, and monies. True. We are, of course, talking about 1998's Basketball. Woo! That, that, uh, that laser is like the Spaceballs laser. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing just happened to me. I watched this last night, which was April 30th, and it was on Peacock. Okay. I went to watch it again this morning before I came over. It was not on Peacock <laughs> because I think it switches over at the first of the month. So uh, I was going to tell right. you a free place to watch it if you had Peacock. Not anymore. You got to pay for it. Got to pay for this as of the Farts. recording of this in early May. I paid my hard earned $4 for. Basketball. Plus tax, bro. 
Oh, was it really? Nah, probably. I don't look at my statements. <laughs> Probably should, though. So in order to properly dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ, tell us about the first time you saw this, what your experience was, and what your nostalgic rating is. This was like an early high school kind of watch for me when I really first saw it. I think at this point, I don't think I had seen stuff like Orgasmo and some of their other things that they had really been doing. Obviously, I knew they were like the South Park creators. So obviously, you got to go watch because I'm in high school and I want to watch South Park things. Because I'm a male Absolutely. in high school. Yeah, because I'm a guy in high school. Uh, so I remember very like distinctly with some friends and this this just i lost it at this movie man it was my brand of comedy like i've been saying is you know the zucker brothers the naked gun you know mel brooks style kind of stuff even and like zucker the zuckers just have this this idea and this brand of comedy that it can't almost be touched today anymore yeah. and i don't even know if they can even do it anymore we've kind of seen that some of some of the late um scary movies that happened that they also produced so I'm, i don't think these movies can be made today i don't no. think they can and like so this is just that brand of comedy that i thought was just hilarious and you had to pay attention in order to get it you know um so i think this is not quite as high as some other ones. I'm going to say an 8.1. Dang. Sean, what about you? Nostalgic rating. This is one of the movies my brother showed me just because he he was hiding in high school. I was probably in middle school at the time or something like that. And he's like, you just got to watch this. And I probably, I, I probably like snuck downstairs to watch it with his friends or something like that. And, it, you know, it's like b- a beer chugging, good time, sports, you know, the South Park kind of humor and everything like that. Um, I, I would probably think back then, I was like, yeah, that was, that was funny. It was ridiculous. There's some boobies in there and oh. stuff. It's fun. Uh, boobies? Uh, you know, o- over the shirt kind of oh, okay. stuff. Over the shirt. Um, over the pants, HJ. Over, yeah. over the yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, I'm probably a five. So this movie is, honestly. Is over, uh, uh, this is a, a film equivalent <laughs> To an over-the-pants HJ. Yeah, over, that's your rating. That's his rating. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Over-the-pants. So that's a five. That's okay. a- <laughs> uh, so Sean's a five. I, I was a huge, huge fan of South Park when it came out. I remember when that first season came out, and we would go back to school the next day and just be like, <gasps> yeah. did, did you see that? It was so funny Dude. when it did that. I mean, it was it was crazy how good it was. So then, obviously, you, you then have to watch this yeah. when you start hearing about it. But I didn't connect as hard with this one right off the bat. It was like, okay, that's funny. Uh, but like, I, I like more of the South Park stuff. Yeah. Like, I like what they're doing there. So just for me, nostalgic rating, just a plain old six, I okay. think. And so this is a fun one for us. So you've been hearing about our executive producers. Josh Miller was our first to join the top tier of the Patreon right. there. Oh, gee. Uh, one of three lucky men who get to review with us. Because he's been here three months, he actually got to be the one to pick this movie. No yeah. debate, no nothing. He said, do basketball. Yep. So we're going to hear from Josh what his nostalgic rating was. He says, ah, basketball. Okay. I've always loved slapstick <laughs> comedies, Naked Gun, Airplane, anything by Mel Brooks. There you go. This was summer 90. South Park had been airing for almost a year when this came out and was a massive success. When I saw the first trailer, I knew I was going to go see it. I mean, I was going to see it anyway. <laughs> Just like my Tommy Boy review, I was the core audience they were going for. Instead of a high school teenager with an immature sense of humor, I was a college student with an immature sense of humor, possibly <laughs> even more so. I was not disappointed coming out of this movie. I laughed, 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 and some more. This had juvenile humor, slapstick humor, hot chicks, stupid humor, Al Michaels, the felon girls, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> 
I mean, in 1998, what dude wasn't in love with Jenny McCarthy before she went crazy? <laughs> I saw it with my girlfriend at the time. She did not find it as funny as I did. No. I didn't know why. I should have taken that as a sign, and it would have saved me a lot of trouble. <laughs> Giving it a nostalgia score of 9.3. Wow. So... As a group, our nostalgic rating is 7.1. So that is going to put us nostalgic rating that is right below Santa Claus and wow. right above Ghostbusters is where we're putting this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes the nostalgic Claus. rating, I mean, it's just sort of like it is what it is. It's its yeah. own thing. We care about the post rating. That's it's all we care about. It's its own flowing right. river that keeps <laughs> yeah, just flowing. Right. Carves its way through. <laughs> Sometimes so makes a canyon, sometimes just keeps flowing to a nice creek. <laughs> sometimes it dries up. <laughs> just won't stop babbling either way. <laughs> so next, it is time for us to learn all the pertinent, important details of this movie. Sean, what do you got? Produced by Robert Lokash, Gil Netter, and David Zucker. Written by Jeff Wright, Lewis Friedman, Robert Lokash, and David Zucker. Cinematography by Steve Mason, not the former uh, Philadelphia Flyers goalie. Music by Ira Newborn, edited by Jeffrey Weiner, or Weiner, directed <laughs> by on. David Zucker. Have it, hasn't he done something before? I feel like you've said Weiner before. While Probably. Doing his- yeah, he's back. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when Trey Parker and Matt Stone agreed to this movie, they were under the assumption that South Park would be canceled. When, the, when that wasn't the case, the duo were working on this film during the day and South Park at night. They got little to no sleep. They, it was just like kind of um, uh, David Spade and Chris Farley on Tommy Boy where they were doing yeah. double duty back and forth, and they just were working hours and hours and hours with like maybe two hours of sleep. Well, Sean, listen to this. I, I, was just, I just wanted to know what was going on in their lives at that point because I had read that as well. So South Park started in 96 and went on. Orgasmo, 97, Basketball, 98, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, South Park movie, 99. Like, I don't think those guys slept <laughs> for at least four to five I don't think they do know. still. Because Are they the hardest working dudes how in they, Hollywood? How they make South Park is fucking insane. insane. If you watch that, like the documentaries yeah. around the making of it and what they put themselves through essentially is, is wild. They, it started back, this is when it started, yeah. uh, their, yeah. their work ethic apparently. Yeah. So the film was conceived by David Zucker when in real life the creator made up the game with his friends in his driveway. So that was basically a true story is how, how that happens in the movie. David Zucker and his buddies, I assume all the other writers um, did this for real. Chris Farley turned down the role of Coop. When Parker and Stone came Damn. on board, they rewrote some scenes to suit their sensibilities. Most of the ad lib parts the duo came up with made it into the final cut. So it's basically like a Zucker brothers without the other brother and the Trey Parker, Matt yeah. Stone mentality. This is just this is whoosh. packed together in yeah. that. Bob Costas and Al Michaels made 50K and 60K respectively. Michaels originally agreed to 15K, but when he learned Costas was making 50K, Michaels demanded more money. See, that's what uh, in our last episode... Um, John Hurt should have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't do the scene <laughs> yeah. in Spaceballs. Ask for more money. Exactly. Uh, on a budget of $23 million, the film grossed $7 million overall. That is all I have. Well, AJ, <laughs> before we dive into the scene by scene, you're going to do some research for us. Talk about the critical ratings and reviews. What do you got on this one? I'm here for it. You're here for it. We're all here for it. The Tomato Meter! Gross! Gross! We will never. Are we going to get out of the splat zone nope, here, ever boys? Ever since we started this soundbite, we need a splat good zone. movie. No, we, we need something. This is a 41% <laughs> splat Gross. on the tomato meter. That's 41%. Per, that's pretty low. That is a tie. Uh, funny enough, the critics think it's a tie with Tommy Boy. Oh, is that right? 
Wow. Tommy Boy was also 41. Okay. Well, no I'll way. What do the critics? Both. What do the critics know? They don't know nothing because the audience thinks otherwise at 74%. 74. Okay. That's right. Um, and IMDb is sitting at a big old 6.5. Surprisingly, that's pretty low on our list. We, we kept track of everything we've done here, and 6.5 is a tie with <laughs> Home Alone and Santa Claus. Okay. <laughs> Slightly above Red Dawn at a 6.3. A tie with Home Alone? Uh, the, the fans believe that Home Alone and Santa Claus are the exact same movie as basketball. Wow. Okay. okay. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> IMDb is my Bible. Though <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> uh, might, might as well be IMJC. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Bob Graham uh, the San Francisco Chronicle gave this a 50 out of a hundred. The sports spoof basketball is not half bad. It's about three quarters bad. <laughs> Actually, what's left offers some good off, some goof off fun. The biggest kick in this R-rated, down and dirty es- es- escapade is the willingness of some pretty big names: Bob Costas, Al Michaels, Ernest Borgnine, Robert Vaughn, and Robert Stack, among them, to make an absolute fools of themselves in small parts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the comedy sets up. Uh, some very big targets, the commercialization of sports, uh, crass fri- franchise owners, sentimental idolatry of players, exploitation of foreign workers by superstar merchandisers, <laughs> and then lobs tiny spitballs at them. It's too bad. There could have been some well-placed digging satire here. <laughs> 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 what we have instead is a comic minefield with occasional explosions of laughter and a lot of empty space in between. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, the San Francisco Examiner said, "I gave this a twelve out of a They just said crude, stupid, and unfunny. They didn't like their portrayal in the movie. Yeah, what I guess an, not. What an, exa- <laughs> what an examination. Of yeah, I know, right? Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Roger Ebert said uh, from the Chicago Sun Times, old, old Rajib loved it. Uh, Thirty-eight out of a hundred. <laughs> be- you bet he did." Um, uh, he said, starts promisingly as an attack on modern commercialized sports and then turns into just one more wheezy assembly line story about slacker dudes versus rich old guys. Mm. All right. Okay, I get okay, that. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Five out of yeah. ten. Funny. Funny. Uh, said said <laughs> Jeb Smith uh, in 2018. Although this is a semi-funny movie. Well, wait a second. He wait, just said I, it was funny. Okay. Not semi-funny. Okay, fine. All right. It's not all that great. There will be parts where you laugh, but overall, it's just not all there. Feels more like a spinoff of a dumb and dumber than anything. Mm. Okay. Well, dumb and dumber than anything. Punctuation, man. (laughs) Anyways. uh, (laughs) uh, I'm going to let you guys take a pick on this one. I wanted to do something kind of fun here. Uh, You're going to get a 4 out of 10, okay, review here, but you're going to choose whether you want it from 2021 or from 2000. You guys get oh, to pick. Sean? Ooh. Go for it. Let's go 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear what those nerds were saying back then. Yeah. Well, GB Heron in 2000. In Making Airplane and Naked Gun, the Zuckers brought a fresh, novel approach to comedy that fits the times well. These movies skewered the status quo with a full frontal assault on popular culture. Their brand of potty humor hadn't been seen before, and it was a great guilty pleasure to watch. Baseball tries to plow through the same old ground, but turns up nothing new and original. It's all been done before and done much better. It's amazing the Zuckers could not see this. There's a few laughs, 
and there's only a few. <laughs> Damn. So there's that. Um, now, now that we've heard funny, yeah, let's hear one last one here. This is a one out of ten. Awful, stupid waste of time. <laughs> Says Payo four four three one nine nine out of ten. <laughs> Unfunny, stupid, nonsensical waste. How this got even an average rating of a six point five is beyond me. The idea of the game of basketball was fairly good. Then it plummeted. I thought South Park was supposed to be a smart animated comedy. The government should consider censoring this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll teach him. Yeah. 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 Censor that. (laughs) Now you're under arrest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, AJ. Confused Breakfast listeners, quick message for you. We are literally seconds away from dissecting basketball with a modern eye, but I want to remind you about our favorite whiskey in the entire world, mm-hmm. Cedar Ridge. They've been a sponsor of this podcast. Thanks for clapping, Sean. Thank you. They've been a sponsor of this podcast for a long time now, so you already know everything there is to know about this amazing company. I don't need to tell you that they were named Distillery of the Year in 2017. I don't need to tell you that their delicious products include the flagship bourbon, yeah, the quintessential single malt and their amazing collaboration with Slipknot. Wait, but you are telling us. No, I don't, don't, I, don't I don't have to tell you okay. these things. Okay. I don't need to tell you that you can likely grab a bottle at your local store all around the Midwest. And if you can't find it there, you can directly order it online at cedarridgewhiskey.com. Cedarridgewhiskey.com. I don't have to tell you any of these things because you already know it. You've been know an that. awesome sponsor of us for a long time. We've been touting them from the podcast rafters. So I really hope as I cheers my friends here mm-hmm. before we start this episode. Kaboom. And we consume some incredible Cedar Ridge whiskey. I hope you'll consider buying a bottle. Borrowing Borrow a bottle. We've had a few of these. Just, just borrow one from just us. Just borrow a bottle from just us. Just borrow a bottle. No, seriously. Go out and buy one. You won't be disappointed and will make us so happy that you did it. Drink responsibly. Yeah. Let me get a sip here. <laughs> I had somebody reach out to me say they got a bottle from mm, Okay. From uh, friend Connor, he's actually a Patreon member too. Connor, all right. Connor, yeah. Connor, Connor got grabbed a bottle of the double barrel that apparently, and he said, "Don't let me down." <laughs> and I said, "Well, you got to let us know." So we'll be waiting to hear more from Connor. Next, next right. episode, let's hear from yep, Connor. We're going to hear from Connor it. right about on this. Okay, you better like it. All right, yeah, you better. Well, boys, what do you say we grab our best friend and that other friend that we hate, head to the driveway <laughs> with some beers, and come up with our own game? A game that shows off our yard game skills to the world and makes us all international superstars. Or else we have to get the jobs, then we get the khakis, and then we get the chicks. <laughs> Steve Perry. Here yep. we go! Steve Perry. I say she never cared and that she never will. Do it all again. So the movie opens with Joe Coop Cooper and Doug Reamer reminiscing about the good old days of sports and how it is too commercialized in the modern era. They crash a high school reunion and are shunned by their classmates. Challenged to a game of basketball out back, they invent a new game called Basketball. After winning, they decide to refine the rules to the game and their friend Kenny Squeak Scolari tags along. I am, once I see a Zucker, any Zucker, I'm like, okay, I'm in good hands. Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in such good hands. I got all, I can get all Zuckerberg. the likes. Um, no, like their their movies are trusted yeah. and and tested and approved by yeah. the FDA. I believe. I and believe that's it, true. A label. It, it like airplane. 
uh, Naked Guns. Naked Guns. They yeah. are amazing, and I forever love them, and I love that brand of comedy. And so I was so excited to see that I was in good hands, but mm-hmm. and then and then this happened. And then this. <laughs> well, see, I I like I really like this intro. I do too. Um, because it's like fun. you get this Wish.com Morgan Freeman narrating this <laughs> yeah. this story right after the kids. <laughs> this commentary they nailed this even twenty five something years later. Uh, the the talking about celebrations and all the advertising like hockey's now starting to get advertising on jerseys and right. helmets. Yeah. In in Europe, all the soccer teams have advertising on them. The stadium yeah. names, the the XFL, the lockouts that have all happened since this movie came out. Yeah. I, I think they really and some of the cool things I'm talking about the Minnesota Lakers moved to L A yeah where there are no lakes <laughs> and that's true and the you, you, the New Orleans Jazz moved to Utah where they, they don't, don't like music, music. <laughs> or they don't they're not allowed to listen to music the Texas Oilers moved to that Tennessee where there is no oil <laughs> the L A Raiders moved to Oakland and back again and nobody seemed and to nobody care. seemed to notice I just I really like I really like that commentary because yeah. this is still an important thing that it was important back then that's even crazier now yeah and the of course, the maxi pad blimp. Idea yeah, with the course. string hanging. I mean, that is I mean, that's like, pretty cool. Some reviewers like there needs to be some satire in there. I'm like, that is on the nose satire. <laughs> yeah, like it is a true thing. Yeah, and they're making fun of it. that's that's satire. Yes, it is. you know. And that, like to your point, I I made a note of that. I was like, did they predict the future? I think they I mean, did. I think this is predicting the future, like the inner the inter um, division playing, and then move to inner sports playing. <laughs> yeah. And like, but I remember, like, I, I have some friends who are absolute NFL diehards. Yeah. And like, I remember going over and like watching some games, and they took away, or like at one point they took away the showboating and stuff. But then now they brought it back. They're like, all right, we're not going to do this anymore. But they fine you for it. If they, they do it. They'll fine you for it and stuff. But I will tell you what, I have seen some insane things. I know they're not river dancing, but that I'm talking about whole teams come over and yeah. like participate in a throwdown yeah. when they score a touchdown. So um, a game lasts like four or five hours yeah. on, on televised anyway, yes. with, with like commercial breaks, mostly commercial breaks. And then like 30 minutes of game. Yeah. Um, and, and then you get that inside the game, and you're like, okay, they scored. Okay. And especially if it's not your team, you're like, it, it rubs you in the face. <laughs> but like, if it is your team, he's like, okay, let's go to the next play yeah. so we can continue the game. The f- yeah. Please exactly. let me watch the game. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's just like, it, like, especially football nowadays, it's just like, there is. It's they kick off and then they go to a half hour commercial. Yeah. And they come back and they do one play and they go to another half hour commercial. And you cannot, I don't understand why you're speaking blasphemy right now to like so many people. I understand. And I don't understand why people can't see that. And they're like, no, it's still, it's the greatest sport in the world. It's like, eh. Have you ever watched like have you ever watched a hockey game? Yeah. Like I don't know why America (laughs) does not love hockey more. It's the perfect sport for America. Yeah, it is. I don't know. It's fast paced. It's it's interesting, and I don't know. I, I don't know why either. Yeah, whatever. But hey, that uh, that river dancing sequence was very. It impressive. was really good. <laughs> like, and they look like real football players. Yeah. Like, just yeah, go Cowboys, man. Fuck yeah, pretty awesome. And then you. So then we're we're moving into we we come out of this and we get to meet Coop and Reamer, and they they're show right right away. They're showing up to their high school reunion thing. Go away. Yeah, it's like a it's like a going away thing for her. Like. Hooray, she's going like, you know, good luck, bon voyage yeah. kind of thing. But it's also obviously a 
yeah, some sort of class reunion. That vibe. is such <laughs> a nineties. Like that trope of like we go to our like our high school party, but nobody likes us. That's true. Yeah, it's that's such a like. I'm thinking this is just an American Pie movie. How many early right. How many early Ryan Reynolds movies start out like that? Yes, you know, <laughs> everyone started out like that, and then you get the. The vibrator scene in the <laughs> Dude, yeah. like that that was an, that oh, made I'm me so laugh. jealous of you. Like, I love, yeah. Did he, keep, he keeps licking it even though she came. He's like, I need a couple more licks. I need to keep going. <laughs> what are you doing in my mom's room? He's like, ah. it's so gross. Like, Disgusting. I love the casual use of like when they're like go meeting various people in their in their class or whatever. <laughs> the casual use of just calling him cock. cock. <laughs> of course, you're graduated cock beer. <laughs> Because they're in that awkward phase of life where you're you're just out of high school and like you think you're you think you're pretty cool, yeah, but you're not. And you, <laughs> it's it's like now you're just an older, grosser version of who you were in high school when you weren't cool, right? <laughs> it's Terrible. like it's like a worst time. It's like the worst time of life sometimes for people is that figuring out what you're doing in those next couple of years, carrying around an uh, uh, open twelve pack, uh, a torn into <laughs> we can drink legally now of of course banquet, yeah. You know, like, it's just please like, sponsor us, please. Uh, but yeah, and oh. it is like it's it's so great. And it, you get it so on the nose with this. It's like, oh, hey, what's going on? It's like, oh, Coop, Reamer, you guys haven't changed since high school. <laughs> oh, cool. And Thanks. Like, no, it isn't. <laughs> it's like, it's like Skid Mark Steve. Skid Mark Steve. <laughs> what do you have to do? Just sitting around playing Nintendo? It's just like, and, and this is like, again, it's like, yeah, you're watching everything. Like, you think everyone has just moved on very well. Yes. Like, with their lives, and you're the one who's, like, stuck behind. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're the one trapped in, in time and space, and everyone else is like, yeah, I'm in my second year of yes, med school, of and uh, and, I'm tra- <laughs> and I'm training for the summer games. What have you been up to? As he's drinking a martini glass at a house party. Like, it's just like, ugh. You want to go to your class reunion, but you want to have done something? Yeah. But they don't care. Right. Like, I, I, I do like that aspect of... Their they're just kind of them. Yeah. And they, they're okay with it, you know, yeah. kind of at least. I do feel like that was probably who these guys really were yeah. at this time of their life. Yeah. Oh, like, sure. like th- call it three years prior to this. They were the fucking douchebags from high school sure. that like haven't done anything with their life. Yeah. Yeah. And make then, everything a joke. You just everything's yeah, a joke. Yeah, cool. And then and then go to their ten year reunion, and yeah. people are like, oh, "I hope they come because I want to talk to them." <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Oh my god, which is what this movie kind of is. Right. So when I go, I'm like, "Yeah, Burt Kreischer." I mentioned. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah remember that you, you, you listen to my podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you see when they did leave the room uh, after <clears throat> the vibrator? He says under his breath, "He goes derp." Yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> Apparently, this is the first time the word has ever been used. Right? Are you serious? That's the people have been trying to trace this back to say that that. This movie, they said derp, and then it started making it into South Park episodes, oh and then that coined the phrase of of derp. <laughs> we we this said movie. that before, haven't we? Derp, derp, derp. <laughs> derp. derp. <laughs> it, it is funny. Like I do really like these these opening scenes, though. Even too, like one of the the smartest things is when they're getting ready to play the basketball game. They're like twenty bucks. And he's yeah. like, no, why don't you make a video? He's like. Bro, you don't get fifty bucks. We don't have twenty. Have twenty. <laughs> like, what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of mind blowing if yeah. you think about it. You're like, well, who gives a shit? Yeah. Hundred bucks. We don't have it. We don't can't pay you any of it. Yeah, we, it's like it's like if we lose. It's like, but how good can they be? I mean, if we if we actually lose, then who gives a shit? Like, Did you guys get any of the rules out of this? What's like, wrong, it, after, Sean? You're not a big sports guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like? I mean, it's like pig. Or but horse. it's not though. Yeah. Like they they joke about it at the beginning, but then it's never really like. Pig or horse, right? How is it like baseball? 
what 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 in there is is a baseball rule taken from? So you have to hit a. You're basically hitting a single, a double, a triple, or a home run. Okay. From different distances, and so you go around and you take turns shooting. But if you miss a shot, you're out. So you're trying to put your guys on base by hitting singles, doubles, or triples. So I see. The equivalent of making a basket is getting a hit. It's getting a hit. And then towards the end, they start having the bases. They're running the bases right, and right. stuff like that. And, like, I watched it, like, three times, <laughs> and I'm still like, oh, man, I don't know. But it <sighs> took me, like, a year to learn how to play hockey. Okay. <laughs> you know? yeah, well. why, it's, why is it overside? <laughs> offside. <laughs> why is it offside? I still don't even know. Wait, was icing because he shot ice into the guy's eyes? Or? I don't understand. <laughs> That's what I used to think it was. <laughs> I do think it's funny because I, I view this movie in my brain as being like, oh, duh, the guys from South Park wrote this. And it was like, right. it's, yeah. it's a South Park movie. Yeah. But, it, but it wasn't. It's and not. now in going back on this, they just sort of were the actors in this movie. Mm -hmm. True. But it's it's so funny to me because you think of this as being like everyone already knew who they were. And they didn't necessarily – like South Park, they thought it was going to be canceled, like you right. said. But so it's funny for me to hear their voices – coming yeah. through yeah, in this exactly. movie. Like, we'll get through it. Like all I hear is Randy Marsh. Dude, same. Oh God, and it's yeah. he's my favorite voice of, of the TV show. And <laughs> well, so it's basically it, just, is it uh, Matt? Uh, so no Trey. Trey, Trey, is, Parker, Trey okay. does Randy Marsh and then he's Matt the Matt does some of the kids so at times you'll hear his voice yeah. like, you'll hear Kyle coming out a little bit yeah. when Matt's speaking. It's true. You catch a lot of little things. One of the, my favorite ones is right in the beginning yeah. when it's like they're talking about Britney Kaiser's like no this is Britney Kaiser's party and I really want to <laughs> and he's just like, and then he, they go in, they finally see Brittany, and Trey's just like, Hi, Brittany. <laughs> hey, Brittany. <laughs> and then, same with Matt Stone, where he's just like, Dude, 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 dude. Yeah. You know, like that kind of a thing. It's very much, they just, if you took that up like two octaves, yeah. you've got Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hilarious, man. It's, it's cool because I, I do, I really do think these two dudes are just brilliant comedic minds they've yeah. proven it they've oh, proven God, their yeah. ability over the last 25 years and and it's i don't think of them necessarily as actors but they do they they do a good job they're yeah. funny guys you put them on screen they're gonna make me laugh and they did for the most part in this these opening scenes yeah. i was laughing at them oh 100 percent shitty haircut <laughs> dude i hate it i can't stand it i always it. thought that's just what he looked like I in did real too. life but apparently that was just for this movie i guess that uh, coop's haircut yeah coop. okay. it's just because it's really bad it's really silly isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Even before all this, too, Cannibal the Musical yeah. by them is such a fucking cool, like, horror cannibal musical thing. It's it's a really fun movie and ridiculous, like their comedy is, you know? Yeah. They never stop thinking like high school kids, essentially children to a degree, yeah. that they think everyone around them is like a cock, you know? <laughs> they're, they're, you know? Or they think that... Since they won the game, they should have gotten the chicks. You know, like things like that make make it really funny to me. And then they walk out of it like it's no more messing around, man. We gotta we gotta really tighten up. Tomorrow we're setting this up. It's like first first we get jobs, then we get the khakis, then, <laughs> then we, we get, get the, the chicks. chicks. And that's one of my favorite lines. Uh, and then the next scene is they're just playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they're just elaborating on their game. <laughs> Well, that was a good move, apparently, because yeah. uh, the world wanted it. What can did anyone figure out what was with the Steve Perry and the Journey stuff? Like, no. was that just an inside joke for them? Has to be just an inside joke. I, don't, to the I South didn't Park understand guys. it. it. Like, it, it was Steve Perry just a psych out that he used? He just yeah. he, he just said but, but why Perry? is it? Yeah, like why? Yes. Yeah, so, so they Steve Perry. Yeah, they say Steve Perry many times for psych outs, and they even sing like a Journey song yeah. at some point. Was it during the? <laughs> 
So I, I don't know if they're just maybe they have this inside joke hatred for Journey, and that that's the joke is like fuck Journey. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. There's something to think about, I guess. That's all. That's all it is. And again, they're just like, yeah, we, we our rents three three months behind, and our gas is about shut off, get to shut off, and then Squeak shows up yeah. to shut off the gas, and they just will never let him live anything down in his life. No, it's just people don't forget, dude. You work, you work for the gas company now, <laughs> dude. Weak. Who? Okay, there's three of us at this table. Who is Squeak? Who is Coop? And who is? Did we really want to take this there? Come uh-uh. on now, we're all right. I'm Squeak. I know uh, that think I'm so Squeak. <laughs> I know that. Why? I'm just because you're the least sportsy. Um, least sportsy. I never make the you're TikToks. You're not the shortest. I, and <laughs> oh, you're, oh, you mean, I see what you're saying. You mean in terms of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of All here. right. Okay. But I'm, 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 a, I'm a little bit of a foundation. I'm important. We need you to play the game. I'm important, but exactly. We have to have it. It can't just be us two. Yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> you, are you going to let him self-deprecate, self-deprecate I, I, here? I guess if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then I'm, uh, if you're Squeak, am I, am are I you, Coop? Are you Coop? I think. Am I Coop? Because it's sort of like my thing. Yeah. But but do I do but do I let success get to my head like uh, Reamer does? Oh, see, okay. Because I I can be that way. I can be like, dude, number one dude, podcast yeah. in the world. Am bro. I? Yeah, I'm going to buy a Corvette. That's a good point. Am so I, I, maybe I'm Reamer. I don't know. Am I trying to just get chicks all the time? You know? Am I just trying to? I mean, that is kind of your personality. Yeah, just makes sense. Always yeah. looking for chicks. Just, always, just always. I've been meaning to talk to you about that too. Scam for scamming for pool honeys all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm Reamer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. New that's, names. That's very sad. Squeak. I'm, I'm, I hate that you guys agreed to that. But let's. <laughs> let's, well, let's do we're, not ha- we're not happy with this. No one's actually up. happy with anything <laughs> we just up, did. Dude. I just set it all up. Self-deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What do you think about Squeak, the actor that plays Squeak? I think he's good. I think like that that kind of punching bag yeah. is is fun to have in a movie. You know, there's there's those like slapstick comedies. There is always that guy who gets like literally tossed yes, around. Yes. You know, I like that aspect, and I I do think his performance is good and, and convincing. I it guess it seems like he's just like open to it. Yeah, he's yeah. just like whatever. I'm that I'm this short guy. Like fuck yeah. yeah. Go ahead and throw me in a movie and make fun of me. I don't his, care. Mm-hmm. His name's uh, Dion Bashar, is I believe is what it okay. is. Um, but he's in. He must be friends with these guys because I think he's, he was in. He's in orgasmo. Yep, yep. He's, you know, but I think he is actually a really great actor. Like I think he's a really good actor for being getting thrown into like this situation, and like he's able to really roll with the punches and actually try to take some very serious tones. <laughs> and like again, his delivery I think is really on point. When he's going through, he's like, "Oh man, I can't believe they fired you for not shutting off her gas," and then just like. He's going through, well, at least they want me on the team. He's just like, well, you are a piece of shit. He's like, I am not a piece of shit. Yeah, but you are a little bitch. He's like, I'm not a little bitch. He's, just, he's like, I swear, God, I swear, if you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, use, I use that on a daily so basis. I. And I forgot that it was from this movie. Dude. I forgot that that's where that came from, but I fucking love it's that such line. such a great I line. swear, <laughs> you guys make fun of me like 13 or 14, 14 more times, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> 
<laughs> so sincere. It's like, oh man, it's awesome. Just roll out to like a not good bed, you know, like a bed. It's like, yeah, a really sweet bed. But that's Jenkins' bed. Your bed's over here. <laughs> and then again, the dog box. It's all about the delivery. And you have Matt Stone, who's just like, yeah, it's like this, this, this is your bed. Yep, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but if you if you watch like uh, uh, Reamer and Coop, like they're back and forth. Mm-hmm. He's always sometimes in the middle. Yeah, he's like in literally. The yeah, he's like reacting, or he's being literally tossed around, or like having something done to him. But yeah. like his reactions are really good too, and I think that's it's a testament to his performance. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, so the sport becomes very popular in the neighborhood over the next six months. Businessman Ted Denslow meets Coop and Reamer and proposes the creation of the National Basketball League. Five years later, the NBL, NBL is in full swing with teams, fans, stadiums, and a major championship, the Denslow Cup. Coop and Reamer's team is called the Milwaukee Beers. They lose the championship game when Denslow dies from choking on a hot dog. Uh, wait, Ted Denslow, it. the billionaire? <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's it. It's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Ska band, the backbone of any 90s comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, if there's any, beer. I think if there's gun, any gun, trend gun. That, that is so ultimately 90s that will never come back, it's ska music. Ska. Uh, I, can, I, I, can, I can wait for the day. Well, do you really think so? Because like New Wave has completely been coming back into yeah, popular true. culture from the 80s. So the next step is like that 90s ska mm. and grunge and stuff like that. Like I don't think ska will ever be cool. You know what? I will take ska over pop punk. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, wait, wow. wait, 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 wait. You would rather listen to, you have two bands that you can go see. <laughs> okay. You can go see Taking Back Sunday or, oh, that band. Or, or the Mighty Mighty Bostones. Mighty Mighty Bostones. Fallout Boy, Mighty 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 Bostones. Mighty Mighty Bostones. Uh, Blink 182. Mighty Mighty, 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 Mighty Bostones. Wow. Or, or this band in the movie, Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish. Uh, Real Big Fish or... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking back Sunday, my chemical romance. <laughs> oh, oh God, real big fish. Yeah, I say, yeah. really big, big fish. I was trying to think of like, of, uh, okay, well, they're not pop punk. That's fine. No, Man, that's thank God we don't have any friends that have an emo tribute band. I know, like pop punk <laughs> tribute band. <laughs> this is this is our show. Okay, Sean <laughs> <laughs> says this is my nightmare. <laughs> uh, Sean, I, I agree with you. Like I, but I would to the point. I'm I'm picking I'm picking pop punk. Punk bands over overseas. That's real fine. big fish. Taking back don't... Sunday, I don't really consider pop punk because yeah. they, they're like actual musicians Correct. instead of all the other ones. But um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if if there's a trumpet in your band, I don't want to see. If you define something as a horn section, I don't want that. <laughs> if you have a guy that just like skanks on stage, yeah, skanks. I don't want to see you. He's up. Yeah. He's like one of the lead vocals up front, and all he does is have like a tambourine and does butt backups. Like, yeah. hep. I don't hep, want- hep, 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 hep. Oh, Josh, Josh uh, wears pork pie hats. <laughs> Josh, I hope you're happy that you made us watch this movie because we're just talking shit about Scott. Music. <laughs> so I want to tell you that Ernest Borgnine is an idol to me. Fuck yeah, dude. Because of Airwolf. Okay. okay. The, the helicopter TV series from the 80s, like, fucking, oh my God, I love Ernest Borgnine. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was He's in this an movie. Oscar winner. He's, dude. and he fully commits to this. Oh, yeah. Film. Oh, yeah. 100%. It is so awesome to see. I love, Ernest Borgnine is like, 
you want him to be your grandpa. Yeah, he's cabbie from Escape from New York. Yes, he's uh, in the Devil's Reign, a seventies like uh, satanic movie. It's fucking amazing. He like there's like a meme of him out there doing like the devil horns <laughs> with like a hood up. It's amazing. He's he's so good. His range is ridiculous. He is. Mm-hmm. He's not really typecast in anything he does. Yeah. Uh, and I got to bring it back to, are they predicting the future? Dude. Because yep. You know what I'm about to say? Yes. He's like, like people's uh, attention spans can only be measured in nanoseconds anymore. And this yep. was 1998. Yeah. And what is, what is like smaller than nanoseconds now at this point? Because it is smaller according to this. Yeah. Uh, because, Woo. yeah, you're just like, gosh, you're right. There's. Nobody pays attention to anything anymore <laughs> for longer than a few like minutes. Sanslo was predicting the future, man. Hundred percent, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ernest Borgnine will do that. <laughs> and I love. I mean, so it is pretty cool how all in they go with this. Where the now you've got these giant stadiums. I mean, they like these were sets. Did they take yeah. like high school gyms or something and like <laughs> turn these into big sets? But it was awesome that every town had their own cool layout and the the, the beers have. Their signs is like Sir Swish and yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what's Coop's name? Uh, Coop, Coop. <laughs> it's just yeah, Coop. Air Coop, Sir yeah. Swish, and yeah, then yeah. Little Bitch, <laughs> Little Bitch, <laughs> Little Bitch, dude. And uh, and like it kind of blew my mind the amount of like this was like the Sports Center era when when Sports Center was something actually people cared about and True. watched. So all <laughs> these sports announcers, Al Michaels, Bob Costas, I'm not they were yeah. all ESPN people, but. It was amazing to me to see all those big names and then to see them go all out. Yeah. Like Al yeah, Michaels. They, they commit to a Al joke. Michaels, it's weird. Yeah. It was he insane. goes, just to th- just think, five years ago, this wasn't a sport. And he goes, yeah, and five years ago, those girls were, were only in high school. Or only in high school. <laughs> <laughs> or no, only in grade school. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, <laughs> why am I, I saying this? You've got, I, need, I need thousands <laughs> more dollars. He committed to that. Al Michaels, Al Michaels is sitting there watching. He's like, and the, uh, uh, the felon girls are doing their thing. He's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're talking mm. Al Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Miracle on ice. Yes. <laughs> Al Michaels. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> we get him saying these things. Bob oh. Costas, Al Michaels, Robert Stack of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Dan Patrick is in this. Cato uh, Kaling. Cato Kaling was doing the announcing at the driveway game. But he'll be in any movie for any. Um, like, literally, he'll do it for $5. Is this before OJ killed someone or after? Oh, this is 97. Wait. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it is. I okay. think it is after. Is it after? Yeah. Okay. Well, he, I mean, he, he was did, OJ's right? alibi. Oh, you're right. Correct. He was he was just staying in LJ's pool house. Well, that was like 93. He sucks. Or was that uh, 90? <laughs> he sucks. Uh, so Nicole Brown Simpson was killed on June 12th, 94. 94, okay. So, of course, because Cato Kalin was a nobody until yeah. after that. So exactly. that makes sense. He, he made all the people who were in, involved in that just wanted to be famous because of someone, because they were close to a double murderer. Hey, we haven't found the killers yet, have we, OJ? Okay, let's move on. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just... uh, Can I... I I had trouble with the punchable face on this one again. I agree. But I think... I think I'm going to bring one up. I think it's a, there's oh, an obvious ready for one it? for me, but I'll let you. I think I have two options. Let's see what's going on here. Yeah. Okay. Hit it. If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> chuga, 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 chuga. That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna. I I was gonna go Baxter Kane. Okay, that was mm. my obvious. But I think felons, the felons, the bald guy in the felons with the stupid little chin goatee. Yes. Uh, I think he's my most punchable face. I'm yeah. going with that because I think Kane 
is the best actor in this entire Correct. movie. Correct. He is punchable in his role, but that's because he's good at the acting. He of it. is. I don't know why. Like he is the most Zucker performer in this movie. Yeah, Dirk Jansen. That's his name. It's Jansen. Okay, that's yeah. his uh, his his real his name in the movie. Yeah, that's his name in the movie. Yeah, he's got that stupid little like where your your little itty bitty chin beard that like, comes off like a half inch. You it's know? Like, like it's like your your soul patch slid down on your chin. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I hate so that. That's my punchable face. I it, think it is. It is the worst thing because. It's his. It's his post game interview is the worst. I think the best part of the game is when I psyched out Coop. No <laughs> yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, yep, he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, I want to psych him. me out. It's like, yeah, if anybody should get the psych out, it should be Denslow. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, weak. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I, I think this should be a, in all professional sports though that the losing team has to wear losers gear. Yeah. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think your That's, dog farted. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I think okay. your dog farted. That is a good one. Oh, okay. We got a dog in here. He's farted. <laughs> You get out of here, but you know, like, like, come on, you're making millions of dollars. Like, you should have to stand around and make interviews wearing a loser's hat. That's funny. I think think you should have to. Like, instead of instead of making winners' gear for everyone, or like, and then you have to ship it off to wherever. Yeah, you should make losers and winners, and it's just both teams double the merch. Yeah, and now you're doubling the clothes you're sending to like a a third world country. If my if my team lost the big game, I'd probably buy a loser. I probably would too. uh, that's just money in your pocket. I know. Think about that. Think about how many people would actually do like, that. Right, fine. <laughs> this is funny. This is funny. There, there would be the people who are like, I'm not wearing any loser gear. Why are you wearing that? You and stupid idiot. Then you're just adding more controversy. And what does more controversy do? Gets it in there people's you go. mouths more. There you go. Telling you. Okay. I think we're on so to Let's something, say some controversial so we can get our numbers up. Okay, All right? cool. All right. Well, uh, Mike, you go. All right. So. Oh! 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 Those idiots will never hear we what I said. We are canceled. <laughs> Not if I got a bleep button. <laughs> I don't think fun. you do, though. You got to buy one of those, don't you? All right, let's move this on. So Denslow's will names Coop as owner of the beers for one year on the condition that they will win the next Denslow Cup. Otherwise, ownership reverts to Denslow's widow, Yvette. Coop, Reamer, and Squeak meet Jenna and Joey from the Dream Come True Foundation. Baxter Kane, owner of the Dallas Felons, partners with Yvette as he tries to make the Beers lose the next Denslow Cup so she will own the team. However, the Beers still continue winning games and heading towards the championship. I want to tell you that normally this is this would be the point where I'm like I hate that stupid fucking kid and he's my punchable face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I like I don't mind Joey. He wasn't Joey. bad, man. I don't mind this kid at all. Yeah. I kind of wish he would have been fucking Charlie in the Santa Claus. Oh. Wow. Okay. Are you feeling me on this? Yeah. Like he wow. would have been a much better Charlie on the Santa like Claus. That. On the other hand, yeah. too, though, I think that I think that uh, Matt Parker and. Uh, Tri- <laughs> Trey Parker Matt Stone. and Matt Stone. Trey, Trey Stone and Matt Parker. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I think they're good with children. Yeah. Like, I think they get children. You You're know? right. Actually, that's a really good point. And, and, and even Zucker with, like, Airplane. You know, yeah. the, the kids in Airplane are pretty good. Yeah. I think they can, like, like tap into something within child actors where they can make them good and not annoying for some reason. I don't know. It's it, it's pretty good. I think he's a good – I think he's a good actor in this, and I, I really did forget – I forgot about this will reading part, and I I just I, then I it, <laughs> things rushed back to me of, yeah. of the first time I saw this where they're like okay I'm gonna need everybody to leave the room <laughs> and nobody leaves and I'm like why aren't they leaving <laughs> and why didn't someone hit pause like I it really affected me for some time the first time I saw this I know. It's like this I don't like this at all this is unfair <laughs> and I love if you go around to, or like that that like five seconds they give it of it's just like watching even. the crowd it's just like. <laughs> It's like you watching everybody. They're just like, 
Because <laughs> I think they're like anticipating him <laughs> yeah. to, to like fuck up. Yeah. I think they're like we're, we're sticking around in case he does says something fucking stupid, like yeah. giving the team to Coop or something. You know. He yeah. Should have at least just been like, um, now can please the executor of this please hit pause. I'm gonna ask everyone <laughs> yeah. to leave the room, and when everyone leaves, you can right. go ahead and unpause. Or or we're going to uh, fast forward through this part so that way Coop can watch it later. <laughs> like anything like that. Anything. Can you normal? imagine they did fast forward to it? He's going. <laughs> yeah. <"Bye." laughs> How do you get Ernest? Borgnine to do this. <laughs> you give him money, man. <laughs> you give him money. And I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy, sexy for my shirt. shirt. You have to be pretty meta to make a death tape. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you have to you have to like kind of like if, especially if you're doing like it like there's gonna be an audience. Yep. You know, there's gonna be this, there's gonna be that, there's a bunch of factors. And I gotta tell my assistant to pause the video if I need to pause the video. Like and oh, and then a week that's after a good production. I made it, a week after I made it, something changed, so I need to now remake the video. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. It's a lot of work. I kind of want to make one, though. Think, I do, you, too. You think he's got that, like, it's like a standing appointment, like, every two weeks or something that he's just like, oh, yeah, that's did change. Yeah, I better, I need to go back in. Can we redo my video? And it's VHS, so you can't just, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you got to do the whole save thing. The whole thing all over again. The Adobe Premiere files right. just saved on your computer. Yeah, it's, it's, you can't piece it together or cut pieces out or anything. Mine will just be like, way. okay, and now play Dead Flowers. Everyone's going to cry for two and a half minutes, and then after this, we're playing Amazing Grace bagpipes earth wind and fire <laughs> september let's go and then the cedar ridge comes out of the sky and people <laughs> it just starts start raining down <laughs> i gotta say another thing during this this sequence is um the absolute audacity it's for some reason i didn't process it i process it process it we got you. Ooh. did i say it <laughs> um that he Baxter Kane goes into this will reading and tries to like talk the ex-wife yeah. into a money scheme. It's so good. And you're just like, what the hell is no, going on? I knew, never she said she goes of 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 the three months of my life that I gave him. Yeah, I gave him the, the best, best three, three months, months of my life. <laughs> he, knew, he knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but at the same time, like even then she still kind of looks a little broken up. <laughs> he says the line like, <laughs> can't imagine what he had against making money. Hopefully that's not something that's uh, sexually transmitted. <laughs> she goes, She's like, What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You're just like, oh man, this is really rough. Sexually transmitted. Uh, I love, I love the whole bit between them, where he's like, I'm gonna, yeah, I want to come over and uh, lay some carpet, lay some carpet, lay some carpet. You know <laughs> cut I mean. literally to her laying fucking carpet. Like, is this good, Mister Baxter? Yeah. <laughs> Those she, corners are tricky. I really like Jenny McCarthy in this movie. She's good because she was, she was like really at the height of her of her fandom and and many a young man were like fucking yeah. Jenny McCarthy cool but even uh at the end after she gets done doing the carpet she's like we're going to buff some floors or yeah, something yeah and she going ah she goes oh fuck it i can't do this shit and she runs that. away I, like that made me laugh i did like that <laughs> the overdub of zucker movies is insane like yeah. that's definitely something that you're just like okay that was like an overdub you they threw in that. there like like all those types of things yeah. are very apparent, but you completely let them slide all the time. Oh yeah, in man. these movies. Uh, so they get back to playing, and like a a thing I really like, Squeak. I like Squeak's physical comedy. Yeah, in a way because he they, they like win a game, and he does this weird like 
thrusting dance. <laughs> and yeah. it looks so weird to me because he's just this little like five foot tall guy going. <laughs> yeah. they, did, they didn't teach him the happy dance. No, no. <laughs> doing the happy dance, doing that. Yeah. This and then this whole montage of where they like get really good. They yeah. got the team again. It's it's some of the funnier stuff. It's also some of the stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's like the uh, the San Francisco fairies yeah. and the Australian for vagina, vagina, and they show a butt. And, uh, <laughs> oh, and even in that scene where Co- Coop's bending over and a guy walks behind him, and he goes, yeah, that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> come on, let's get back in the game here. He's like, come on, come on, James. We know that was. Fa- yeah, well, that was a fair fight. Go on, let's go. Let's but, keep it going. But they don't they don't pull punches on anyone. They stereotype like every Everything. city in the United. The uh the the Texas team. Yeah. Where they're like, and you know what we always say, one, two, three, fuck the Mexicans. And they'll go, what? <laughs> yeah. like, that, like they all look at each other Whoa. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, I get I I, why why did they feel weird saying that? But they said it. It's like yeah. okay, this yeah. is weird. It's yeah. I, I I love that they that they stereotyped everyone. I I don't know. I I like that. That's a South Park thing. Yeah, they've is, been is, great at that. Is they're, is they're not just going to do like once. They're just going to go. We're going to hit. They're, they're going to do everything. Hit everyone. <laughs> they the uh, what was it? The New York or whoever in the New Jersey informants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. like he's like oh we got to psych these guys out. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Hey, Coop. Your mother's a terrible cook. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> that got him. <laughs> it's just like, come on. Like, what is the Miami? Uh, oh, I don't even know what the Miami team was, but they were all is like in, they all had like pagers and like oh and yeah, the, yeah, the Miami guy, dealers. <laughs> the Miami dealers. He stands with his back to with a D. Yeah, Oh shit. Oh no, it's fat light plus section out of Marlon Brando's ass. Like that was the one that like grossed me. That, out the that most. got me disgusting. too, man. And but he still still goes in. Yeah, he still goes. He's, he's like he's like, oh man, I thought it was a six. I guy. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like disgusting. <laughs> that would be the like hardest part of that game is to come up with psych outs. Yeah. To be and honest, you can't like, reuse them. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to come up. Like it's like you have to be a master at improv to, right. to like do even do that. Yeah. Like or like you plan them before you go into the game. Like you you watch the tapes. Yeah. Of people playing. Yeah. And like you kind of get uh, to know the players. Him. Yeah. Like if they had a bad contract yep. or something like that, you know, like that'd be that'd be hard. That's that's a good point. Actually, think about think about like how they do uh, a lot of game. Uh, analysis, you know, yeah. uh, like coaches do and players do, and it's like, see, these kind of jokes they don't work on on big rig. They don't they don't work on him. <laughs> you know, this is the kind of stuff you got to go for. Otherwise, this guy's a brick wall. So unless you go in and like, that's the kind of stuff they have to <laughs> yeah. analyze. It would, but it would be. It's like all pro sports. You know, like goalies goalies spend so much time in the NHL learning what where players like to shoot what certain players yep. like to do it's like you do okay that certain player hates when you say stuff about his mom yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know? it really gets to him if you if you eat foil in front of him <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of the best one. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful i was watching with my girlfriend she had to turn away <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. that's so funny the little they so they take little Joey out. Uh, they go out drinking, dude. <laughs> this is where this is where I'm like, you could not make this movie today. No, you could not. You can't make movies like like parody movies or like goofy satire movies like this at all today. And it sucks. These are like some of my favorite comedies. Come on, man. Like, what's what's one thing if you could if you could have it? Just one thing. <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. It's a pretty tall cl- <laughs> tall order, dude. Better luck with Bill. <laughs> I like yeah. the way he says it. He goes, Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> I just like the way he says it. You have a better shot at Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you just- 
It's so yeah. So then, so then he gets a night out in the town. They go out. Yeah. They go drink, and then they go to the game, and, <laughs> yeah. and they suck at the game. That was uh, <laughs> the one of the refs at that game was Joey Diaz. Joey yeah. Diaz, yeah, yeah it was one right. of the refs of the game. Like shit, dude. There's yeah. so many people. Oh, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they go to the hospital and that's when he was like I think that's the point when he was laying down and they tried to revive him and stuff. Yeah. That scene like was so over the top to me. It was it they they sort of take time to do these like satire scenes and like these ridiculous scenes. That's that's to me is like more of a a, a Trey Parker Matt Stone kind of yeah. bit instead of a Zucker thing because that's more of like a ridiculous it like just fart joke kind too. of thing, you know. It, yeah. It's not like as smart as maybe the Zucker brothers could have made it, you know. Yeah, that was the first scene in this movie where I was like, mm, I'm just kind of bored with this. Same here. I'm just sort of bored. Like this is going on forever. Yeah. Oh, right now this is happening, and I mean there were some funny moments in it. I loved. Supposedly, right before all that started, um, they were improvising. The you know I'm, gi- I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> goes, oh, I love you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> I say that. All, I say that all the fucking time. Yeah. But they are apparently improvising that, and like he steps in the bedpans, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah it's like it's, okay. Some but. of the physical aspect was funny when he pulls the sheet and the old guy goes. Flying. That was great. Man. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was that really was pretty good. funny. <laughs> but I feel like that's a Zucker thing. Yeah, like this whole scene is like. Actually, a, you're right. It's like that would be on airplane, you know, because it's kind of like a, a throwaway yeah. background thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. They, that's the secret of Zucker humor, I believe, is not acknowledging the joke. Yeah, in in a way, you don't give time to acknowledge yeah. the joke in a way. Exactly. You know? Yeah, they would like Matt Parker, Matt Stone, Matt. and Trey Parker would cut to close-up of him in the bedpans on his feet. Yeah. Zuckers wouldn't do that. They would just like, oh, a guy goes flying. We'll, we'll do it in a wide shot. Yeah, you know? exactly. But that's uh, to one of my favorite parts of Coop, I think, is the, oh, oh, oh. Dude, he does it all the time. Oh, he does it the oh. entire movie. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, again, that's probably some sort of a weird inside joke. And I think Randy Marsh does that all yeah. the time in South Park. But Stan does it a lot, too. Yeah, that's un- that's so funny to me. Stan. I don't know why. Oh, ah. Oh, 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 Jenna, come on. No, Jenna, oh, oh. Even at the points that are like, well, he does it at a point where he's just like, he's kind of, he just kind of continues on until it's like out of the shot. Oh, oh, oh. Well, part of me that makes, makes me think that the, the actor who plays Kane in this movie is like the best part of it, is, is the most Zucker actor of, of all this cast is his like involvement when he's trying to make, Coop or uh, Reamer understand something. Yeah, like he's taking Reamer through like the whole whole thing, yeah. and like Reamer's going down the escalator. I, I love that scene. That was so he's good. Still listening, he's going, oh, oh. Like, yeah, yeah. No, like, Reamer, back up here. He's, like, he's trying to explain to him like he's trying to blackmail him and shit like that, and he's just like, God, fuck. So he just can't. <laughs> he gives him a uh, headache. Uh, <laughs> did I fart? He, did I just fart? <laughs> he's just, who's Ty Cobb? <laughs> he's just, yeah. He's like, is that really? Is that really Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He's like, he's like, yep. When I see something I want, I take it. And he's just like <laughs> punching a clock. And but like, hey, what I don't understand—that was not Siegfried and Roy, though. No. So, like, what the fuck? Why go through the the, the hassle of getting actual Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. But then not getting Siegfried and Roy. I think just pounding in the joke. Yeah. Is is funnier? Like, I don't think put I, someone else in there that that would agree to do it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they just Budget, didn't show up last minute. Yeah. They're like, no, yeah. fuck that. We're not going there. I just got mauled by a tiger. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't make it there. <laughs> That's just there's so much underlying humor in this, and this is what this is this is what I think makes it a rewatchable movie. 
is all the all the comedic timing, the jokes, like the the glossed over you know, throwaways that, that happen constantly throughout a movie like this, you know, even like when we talked about Spaceballs, there's a lot of that. And I think that's what helps at least add to some rewatchability for this movie mm-hmm. going into it. The story is a little like, okay, we're, it's just a vehicle so we can make jokes. Exactly. You Basically. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's all it is. The love story, the, the kids in the story, the, you know, tropiness of, the, the, they're the kind of getting at ends and yeah, the billionaire and he's trying to make more money and it's like, and then it's kind of causing a rift bef- between the friends and it's like, okay, okay but yeah. in between this all, you get some great comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Well, because of Kane's interference, a rift begins to develop, develop between Reamer and Coop. Later, Kane cuts the funding to Jenna's foundation in an attempt to get Coop and Reamer to adopt a clothing line. After the semifinals, Kane informs Coop and Reamer that the clothing line's been produced through child labor in Calcutta. If the public finds out, the team and Jenna's foundation will be ruined. Kane blackmails Coop and Reamer into losing or forfeiting the Denslow Cup game, or he will inform the public. Jenna learns about the scandal and breaks up with Coop as Coop and Reamer blame each other for the controversy. This has the dude scene. Uh, there's yes, a, yes. there's a scene where Coop and Reamer say "dude" twenty one times. Dude, 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 dude. They have an entire conversation. And the this is dude. the total amount of dudes in this movie, including that scene, is ninety eight. Damn. 98 dudes. I think I've said at some point, like, there's two drinking games that I know of for sure, mm. and there's the super bad saying fuck, and then there is basketball when they say dude. Damn. Take a drink every time they say dude. It'll work. There Trust you go. Me. Take a drink every time we say... Like. Fart. Like, or <laughs> fart. Or, or butt. Or butt. Um, I like this aspect of the movie where he, he does kind of like blackmail Reamer into doing like, or like swindling him into doing like a clothing line and I don't know. It just takes the movie to another level where it, it's kind of been stalling out for me a little bit. And then this kind of adds a little bit more comedy for me. And uh, just the aspect of him like doing like the whole Wayne's World thing where he's like, I just don't understand why people would be corporate shills. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that kind of aspect for it. it. Is. It's kind of fun to watch. But this movie does make Coop to be a bad guy at the first at the first time and then Reamer to be a bad guy the second time. And they both kind of get their you know, uh, are, are attained to their ways yeah. uh, after that. And I think that's really cool. They both have like a sort of comeuppance yeah. uh, each. They don't have, a, they don't have a, a joint comeuppance where you would think that would be more, um, I guess, suitable for a film, you know? Yeah. I think that their disagreement on like the, um, on the clothing line mm-hmm. is, is a very funny thing. And at the same time, it, it also made me wonder like, okay, I know... But why is Reamer making so much money if all the proceeds are going to this charity? Yeah. And like, why is he becoming rich? And like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, exactly. It's just it over the sense. top. And like, yeah. I, I don't know. And it's uh, for for me, that's very funny when he's like, he's at just peak, uh, awesome. I'm just living king of the world kind of mindset. And he's got like the light up jersey, Dennis Rodman hair <laughs> at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he has other people run the bases for him. <laughs> yeah, that was. Good. I do like when he hit when he hits that throw and he goes, <laughs> and then he just sits down. He looks cool. Like he actually looks he like does. a really cool dude. Oh, he's my entertainment lawyer. He's helping me with my movie career, my movie contracts. <laughs> oh yeah, so now you're just such a big shot movie star. Who would and- want that? 
<laughs> I do. I, to, to Sean's point about the game, uh, the rules of the game, I still don't understand why there was more than three players on the team. <laughs> yeah, because like, why? Like why backups? is there a full team? I, but they never, they never right. ever play. They never he, need the em. announcer. Even says to make a joke of it. He goes, he goes. Coming up to start the next inning, the same three people that were in the last <laughs> inning, <laughs> same three people in the last inning. So like, I, that's a weird thing to me. Maybe that was some weird inside joke. It of, probably that they is. just never got to. Yeah, it's again. Why? Why are they sitting there? There's no reason. For Who are it. these other guys? Yeah, there's no point to it <laughs> at all. I do got a prop. Oh. Okay. Ooh, here's a prop. This is hard. This might be the biggest prop that we are. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I know. But I want the Milwaukee beers. Like it's the on top of their arena. It says the beers garden. <laughs> yeah. And it's the that. It's guy? that. It's that neon. of the guy goes. Glug, glug. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want that neon. You want side. the sound effect too? I, yes. Oh yeah. Okay. It'll come with the speaker, and it'll <laughs> just be on top of my house or something. I don't know. I want it. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. my prop. Fair enough. Oh man. Tough that, one, huh? I want lazy boy. Dude, I was just oh, yeah. flat, flat or full, full. Like the Reggie Jackson at the end goes here. You need to take this. Yeah. I no. See, that's the thing. I want it to be a full lazy boy. Okay. So. Well, then you could take the uh, what's what's the one that Joey gives him? What's it made out of? Uh, a Barca lounger. Barca lounger. <laughs> Man, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't want the Barca lounger. Uh, you can come. We can come back to you. you I, have no, to I got prop? it. I got it. I got cream Abdul Jabbar. You. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we said that at the same time. <laughs> or the or the Thai cop bat that's already been on fire. Oh, cool. That's yeah. a good one. Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is an object in this movie. Yeah, so I'm taking it. Comes in a case. Yeah, he punches in, punches out. I like it. How about the, or what about the uh, the uh, uh, hitch that Jenny McCarthy sucks all the chrome <laughs> off? That was weird. That was weird, but. You need me to get the chrome off of this one too. Yeah, it's on so one. funny. <laughs> that is so good. Uh, so Victoria Silvestat, Silvestat, uh, playmate Silvestat. of the year. Hello, playmate of the year. <laughs> that was a weird moment for me because yeah. so she is she's in this movie in 1998. First in time hot you tub. got a boner. <laughs> yeah. Not the first. Okay, definitely not the last. All right. Uh, she was in a hot tub in a movie in 1998. Here, yes. in this movie. Do you know what other movie she was in a hot tub in? Mm. Out cold. Out cold in yes. 2001. Damn. Yes. So did, did was that on purpose from Out Cold? Did they did know, they purposely right? put her in this Zach Galifianakis hot tub scene? Yeah, maybe because of this movie. It's I I hope so. I, like that's her that's her only like. Her oh, you only may know me as the lady to... that's been in hot tubs. Yeah, movies. exactly. <laughs> With <laughs> flotation devices. <laughs> devices. <laughs> Artificial flotation devices. I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's good. Go okay. back to your to your big bank accounts and your awesome <laughs> cars and your big houses and your beautiful women. Victoria still said playman of the year. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even before that, I think he does his Mr. Garrison voice like on the court too. Yeah, at certain yeah. points, the, yes. some of those South Park characters come out, and there's Mr. Garrison comes out at yep. some point here. Uh, Cartman obviously comes out later yeah, in the later. movie. Uh, I did read so right, right, right at the end of the scene, right when um, their friendship kind of comes apart, right before what you just said. There, yeah. that's when they're standing naked with the big old dick, <laughs> yeah. the dick prosthetics. Which I, I dick jokes will never get old. That's I, I love when the dicks are flopping around, but <laughs> too, when he turns around, <laughs> and then he just that's what I think. Kane is the ge- the best actor in this movie. He's like, and especially when he leaves, like just leaves the scene. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And when they when when she comes in, I've seen the the pictures. 
Sorry, Mike. What do you say? No, no, that's amazing. I, I did read that that was the first scene that Yasmin Bleeth shot with them. <laughs> Oh uh, in the production God. schedule. So, like, that was the uh, first. They're like, okay, the first scene we're shooting is they're naked with giant dick prosthetics. Yeah. And I mean, like, they were really naked. They probably right? have socks on, but yeah. that's it. You know? <laughs> there had to be something there. At that point, don't you just be like, whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. honestly. Yes, but, mean Blair. <laughs> I thought she was really good in this I movie. Think she's, she's good. Because yeah. uh, she's what? Baywatch? Like, that's what she would have been famous uh, for. Is that sense. what it is? Okay. Am I wrong? I have, I, I have no I idea. I thought she was... Uh, that checks out. I thought that me. was her most famous thing that she did up until this point. She looks like Topanga from Boy Meets World, but I know. It, no, it's not her. Yeah. It's that, not her. She is. She is one of these kind of um, almost Kelly from Saved by the Bell kind of yeah. vibe. Uh, very similar. You know, very similar in that time. She uh, was Baywatch. Uh, actually, so she was only in Baywatch in 1993. She she did 72, 72 episodes in 93. Jeez. I don't think that's possible, right? No. Are they just saying that it started coming out in 93 that and has she did to 72 be it, right? episodes? Jeez. Maybe. So she she probably would have been just off of, of that okay. at that point. And yeah, I mean, I thought she I thought she's like the perfect kind of girl next door love interest Definitely. sort of a thing. Like she she plays that really well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, boy meets girl, forgets about basketball altogether. And then he like misses the kiss. He's like, goes home, does some push ups, jerks <laughs> off in the sleeve of his favorite jacket. <laughs> what, like, was that? what was that? What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great scene. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the final scene here. So Coop goes to Calcutta, aiming to resolve the situation by replacing the child workers with adults, making it back to the championship game just as it begins. Coop and Reamer still argue with each other, and the beers are losing. Having had enough of Coop and Reamer's feuding, Squeak gives the stadium an an impassioned, improvised speech. Motivated Coop, Reamer reconcile their differences, and they win the Denslow Cup. Did you guys notice one of the the psych outs I think Coop does is, uh, like, you want to see a scary face? And it does like the snake thing. I was like, totally Beetlejuice. Is that what that was? It had to be. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, there couldn't. It's like the same over the shoulder shot, and it's like almost the same puppet they use in Beetlejuice. It has to be. I I and you see Matt uh, Matt Stone's reaction or Reamer's reaction. He's like. Dude, <laughs> he's like, oh my god, that was he's like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I totally forgot to mention, like the you know the themed nights that they have, like dozen egg night, anal, what a, anal probe, <laughs> anal probe night at Roswell. <laughs> oh yeah, it just uh, it's just like free fun. range chicken night. It's just like, what? and to hear Al Michaels and Bob Costas yeah. say those things is like Jesus. That's the thing. Like, it, it, I think that is as much of the comedy in this is to see these like absolutely important people in straight face straight facing paid by abc you know just just constantly it's like the biggest shot of coop's life he's like he goes on and he he makes this shot the beers win for the first time the denslow cup and then al michaels just be like or he misses (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, why would you say that yeah like why, why talk about it um what's his what's his name from unsolved mystery though robert, when he, stack. Robert, stack. robert stack when he goes to calcutta is i so think good. some of the most Dude, brilliant they shit. literally got robert stack to say fucking and bitch yeah. and like and get water dumped on his face yeah. it's amazing but man let me tell you even in this context of it being a ridiculous comedy once that music comes on it makes me scared i have chills i know it's fucking creepy every time it's just it's like 
scenario number one. He's hanging by his fucking neck in his fucking closet. <laughs> that he's nosy like, bitch up the street. It's <laughs> yeah. like, according to a neighbor, is a neighbor like Joan what's what's it, whatever her no, name is. Yeah, he yeah. says he's like he go- who lives close by, who didn't want to be identified. Who asked not to be identified? It's did you notice too in the background all the people were playing solitaire yeah. on their computers? Yeah. Oh yeah, and behind them, and one guy was playing Mist. Do you remember that computer yes, game Mist? Yes, yes. One guy was playing Mist. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's such a funny thing. And then and then you have Yasmin Bleeth who says, "I suggest you go and look where the the worst exploitation of children that exists on Earth." It's like yeah. scenario number two. Coop went to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, it. took him down. <laughs> he's like, and he like kind of thinks about it for a second. I didn't think about that. Oh my god. <laughs> It's really great. And but then he, he was he was an airplane, so yeah. he he knows yeah. Zucker. He's he's like, yeah, I'll come along and do I my think thing. Robert Sack's a cool dude, probably. Oh, man, uh, another well, Oscar nominated. Yeah, yeah. The, just... Before that though, that's when uh, Coop is driving in his little yeah. bug. <laughs> <laughs> that song, I love. That my favorite part about South Park is the songs. Yeah, dude, I I have to. <laughs> disagree i mean oh, like, no, I love like the the movie itself like south park the movie <laughs> if it wasn't such a musical right i would love it way more like it's i think they overindulge in that so much and it's like the okay part i don't like about it, but this like if let it's me like rephrase a, it if it's like a song <laughs> i like, like when they make up songs like, like yes america <laughs> yeah like that yeah. that song that he's listening to is yeah. hilarious it, yeah, i agree spinning out of control <laughs> seems <laughs> the whole world is out to Get you. Look out for that truck on your left. <laughs> yeah. There's a truck switching lanes. There's truck switching lanes. Because like, the best part is that's him singing. Yeah. 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 He's, he's like bouncing to his own song. He's just like, and your girlfriend thinks you suck. He's like, look out ahead. There's a truck changing lanes. He's just, the on your dick. I'm going to go away unless you start using topical cream every day. He's just, <laughs> It's just, I fucking love it. It's classic. By, by the way, uh, I, I realize it's like a regurgitated shot, and I don't know why I care to notice, but they use like the same radio shot, like the <laughs> yeah, shot of the radio. Remember when you used to take your, you had to take your faceplate off of your car? Yeah. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, they use that shot right there for his car, and then when the, they're getting drove, drove there by like Dale Earnhardt, it's the same <laughs> tape deck. <laughs> I'm just like, why is this the thing? It's so lazy. I don't know. Dale Earnhardt. Let's just put Dale Earnhardt in here. Okay, (laughs) sounds good. Is there any way you can go any faster? He's like, can I go any faster? And just like Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator. All right, puts his helmet on. He he died like three years after that. Yeah, that's crazy. He was pretty much the peak of his career at that point. Wow, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there, there's one really cool thing I found when researching this. I think it needs to be talked about. David Roher of the Harvard Sports Analysis Collective in 2011 analyzed this movie. Uh, he tried to figure out their shooting percentages based on the scenes that we saw in the movie. Okay. Uh, so Coop, based on what he saw in this movie, Coop batted .778 and posted an on-base percentage of 2.72. So what that means is if your offense was only made up of coops of nine coops, you would score eighty six runs a game. <laughs> wow! And then he and then he went on to look at Coop's psychout ability, which is almost equally as pr- impressive. Coop held opponents to just two singles 
in 15 at bats where they showed him psyching people out, which means it was a .129 batting average for the opponent. So a team made up of all coops on offense and defense would win games by an average of 86 runs. Based on that run differential, you would expect the team to go 162-0. and In fact, they would only lose once in about 179 million games. Oh, man. <laughs> Based on sports math numbers. Dude, that like makes sense for the inventors of the game. Right. You know? uh, but, uh, hey, they were struggling in a lot of these games. So I know. Who knows what was what going on, man? <laughs> I thought that's, that was really funny. That's that a funny stat. <laughs> uh, I I do like when he when when Koopa has gone to like Calcutta and everything, and he finds the 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 shop wherever, and then it's like they it goes back talking about how Coop's like reformed this thing, and he's just like they've got great benefits and like you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like full dental and and a great wage and all this stuff and and then. You have Robert Stack again just saying, like, boy, what I wouldn't give. It's like we sure are happy that Coop has come back around, such an upstanding citizen, exists in this world again. Boy, if I were a woman, I'd sure love to be his girlfriend. <laughs> it's just like wrapping my legs around him, cuddling in the spoon position, <laughs> staring into each other's eyes for our morning coffee. <laughs> it's like, yep, thank you. <laughs> what if you were the extra that got to throw a water Dude. in Robert Stack's face? I, I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, should Someone I? Someone did that. Do I, do I have to do this? Probably multiple times. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, we got to do that again. Wipe his face off. We got to try that one more time. <laughs> oh man! And then the the drama, the drama note, the the classic um, soap opera thing. Where it's like Coop, Coop's back. All right, and he looks over at There's just too many little jokes in here, man. I know, that you I can't. You, it's it's impossible to touch on all of them. But I mean, it's it's why it's why this movie is rewatchable. It is not for the story for me, you no, know. And yeah. like even even these dramatic moments where we get to squeak in the pineapple, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like he's having this, it's like, how am I supposed to take you seriously with this? Like, ama- like kind of a wonderful speech you're giving, but then you're it's just really nice speech in a pineapple, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. And they quote, they quote Titanic as they dive into the water. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hold your breath and don't forget to hang on. Their, their whole uh, makeout scene was improvised. Wow, <laughs> they, did they like, really? Yeah, oh they're like oh, let's let's just do this. Yeah, <laughs> and Couple nobody of- yelled cut. They just went, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Aww. I mean, could could you guys do that if you were on camera? If you we were two? being if we were you being two? paid and uh, it was like okay, four million comedy? dollars each for comedy, could you guys could 100%. you guys do that exact makeup? I don't scene? care. I'm sure it's fine. I'm yeah. comfortable, man. I, yeah. I mean, I am too. I just I'm picturing it in my head right now, and it just why are you picturing that in your head? I'm looking at both of you going. <laughs> How often do you do that? Is my this is the first time? I don't I don't know. I just think yeah. it, I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, if we, maybe when we do our live podcast recording, which we're going to announce soon, right. you know, yeah. we'll just try it. Yeah, right. we'll just try that. And you'll be dressed in a pineapple. Yep. You got to come up with what we create the scene. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. We get... It's just these funny moments, and then like the 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 cliche. Everything that you think is gonna happen is gonna happen, and yeah. it happens, and then it's like movie it's, over. It's a, you know? it's it's a like, fun way to um, like you think he's gonna make the shot, he doesn't. They miss the both of their shots. Reamer misses his shot, then he does it back. Yep, that's a cool thing. Like it kind of subverted my expectations a little bit, but you knew sure. he's gonna make it. And anyway. then he makes it, and then they get the cup. And yeah, then, and then that's Reamer. it. Like, it's fun. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's what a good time. I, the one thing I don't get is that uh, it didn't. The story really makes no sense because uh, Jenny McCarthy's character 
if they lose that game, Jenny McCarthy gets the team. Right. And then she now is going to work with with the other the Dallas Felons guy and they're gonna take over the league. But yeah. she has already now said, fuck this guy. Right. So even if they do lose, she gets the team and she's just gonna like I don't What's she gonna do? What's she gonna true. do? Right. It's it's I it's don't true. know. You just you just put it so much on the audience watching to just be like, you feel good about this, right? <laughs> cool. Good. Everybody yeah. feels better now, Everybody's though, right? Now. Okay. Good. And we're not saying it makes sense, but you feel good? Okay, good. It's a whole Spaceballs yeah. moment where we're like, you got that? Yeah, you got it. yeah, exactly. It really is. It's just It just insists that, like, no, you get it. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. overthink it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a fun ending to this, and, and that's it. Everyone's going to go home. It's fine. We're going to yep. play more Scott, the credits. Oh, yeah. cool. And again, Real I, cool. That one of those was was a Smash Mouth song, by the way. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. can't we be friends? Yes. Smash Mouth. Yep. So, I, you know. I do think it's the perfect cap off for, um, for like Reggie Jackson walking in there. Yeah, that was and cool. he's like, he hands it. He's like, I don't have your fucking ball. I don't have your fucking ball. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> but, but then, but then even better is when they're like skating off with the trophy and stuff. Oh, they're on rollerblades all they of a sudden. They, they had to take time to put these rollerblades on. And then it's the announcer who's just going, a team that subverted all odds or, you know, beat the odds and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense for this ending because who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> like, nobody, cares. nobody cares about the details. We just care that it happened. That's it. Don't need to rich, talk about rich it. people won their trophies once again. Yeah. Who Yay. cares? <laughs> well, is that all you got? That's all I got. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. We have dove into this. We are talking pure modern day ratings. AJ, what do you got on this movie? You know, it's such a, it is a really fun movie. Like I really do have a good time watching it. But going out of my way to watch it by myself <laughs> isn't gonna be as like common as something like Maybe even Spaceballs, when we talked about Spaceballs, yeah. you know? Um, I think it's very funny. Like I say, this is my brand of comedy. I, I just, I'm all here for it. It's silly, it's stupid, and and it just, they'll just bombard you with, with comedy and, and jokes. And if you don't get one, you're going to get the next one, and it doesn't matter. So um, that being said, there's very little substance to the movie outside of that, and I'm okay with that. Um, do I think it's like lives in comedy treasure land? Uh, I don't. I think I would still be loving it if watching it with a group of friends. So I'm going to go ahead and just say this is at a a 6.9. Dang. Okay. 6.9. Or Sean, what do you got on this movie, man? Uh, yeah, I uh, agreed on all points with AJ. It's uh, I probably would never seek this out by myself, but if people were like, let's let's get a group together and watch basketball, I'd be like, that'd be fun. That sounds like a good time. Zucker Brothers, I'm down with that. Um, I think all the acting is is good as far as you know what what you can get out of a parody sort of spoof movie. Um, there are some jokes where I'm just like, okay, it's just dick and balls, and, and <laughs> there's a time and place for that, and that can be funny. Um, but I'm usually more interested in like the slapstick kind of, you know, whipping a fucking blanket and a guy goes flying. <laughs> yeah. like, that's great to me. Uh, so it has its moments and then it sort of doesn't has it have its moments. I think it's a little bit too long for me, uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going I'm to say I'm a 5.3. 5.3 for the Shauner. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you guys, man. It's just, it's just too long of a movie. There are so many jokes, and maybe, maybe I haven't seen this in a long time. So maybe if I were to then now watch this like once a year for the next couple of years, maybe it will be better for me. Yeah, because I, I probably point. did miss out on some things. But I did read that the 
these two dudes were given rights to uh, produce a prequel to Dumb and Dumber, mm. which was never actually completed. And that, to me, like all of a sudden, is like, okay, that's more what I'd want you guys to do. Yeah, I see. And then this, this is just. I almost rather it would have been their movie, like my brain thought it was, instead of just this weird mashup of okay, it's you guys, and it's also yeah Zuckers, and like, and we're all kind of pushing and pulling, and just it felt weird to me, yeah, and and I did feel pretty bored with it. Uh, great, great, funny. I, I liked us talking about it more than I liked watching. Yeah, the movie. sure, definitely, <laughs> if that makes sense. So uh, I'm I'm like a four point nine, four point nine. It's just an eh. Um, so the man, the executive producer, Josh Miller, who uh, it was his choice for us to do this movie. Here's what he said for Critical Review. To be totally honest, I didn't need to rewatch this movie as it's, <laughs> as it's probably my most rewatched movie of all time. Okay. If you ask me how many times I've watched it, couldn't tell you. More than 100 is certainly right. This was one of the first DVDs I purchased. I already owned the VHS. It was this and the Big Lebowski from Future Shop. Did you guys have Future Shop in Iowa? Didn't know. No, I don't oh. think we did. Looking back on it, for me, this movie just got better and better, more quotable each time. I still don't know how they got Al Michaels, Bob Costas, and I can only guess Kareem because this is David Zucker and he did Airplane. <laughs> At the time, you just naturally thought that this was the South Park guys, and originally I was disappointed that there was less South Park connection. Mm -hmm. You got one Garrison and one Cartman line. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> it was crazy to find out that they only signed on to do it because they were certain South Park would have been canceled. Hashtag cancel South Park. <laughs> I could go on and on about this movie. My cousin and I can basically quote the entirety of the movie. I put my trust in you guys to pick up the best parts. By that, I mean the whole thing. Stripping away all the nostalgia and watching with a critical eye, it just got better. I'm on a deserted island. I can only have one thing. It's this on repeat. Wow. Unless that one item could be a satellite, and then it's 50-50. Uh, a deserted island sounds pretty good right now. There are lots of great movies out there. None that have entertained me like this one has for 24 years now. Perfect 10. Wow. Our man Josh. Our man Josh. And this, and this is his right. This is his movie. He has chosen this. Hey, so, man, I love that. I, dude, and that, and again, we talk about this a lot. That makes almost us like, like it more. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely that, you love this. If that's like, your okay. favorite movie. That's very interesting. I love that. So as a group with Josh involved, we are a 6.77. All right. Which is going to take us to ooh, just above speed, just below rad. Okay. Of wow. all the movies we've done, that is our post rating. I, I mean, hey, I'm... I think speed, I'm good with that. Speed like, for me was like a 10 or some yeah. shit. It was pretty so high. Yeah. Again, we are compiling the final gospel word of the Lord list on yep. ratings of movies. So it's that's where it falls. This is Lord, Lord Movie's word. Yeah. That's yep. it. <laughs> Lord Movie. Well, we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again, Josh Miller. We appreciate your thanks, support, buddy. man. We'll see you again in three months. You bet. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody else. Tune in next Wednesday for another great episode. Next week, we're going to dive deep into Top Gun. Yeah. In honor of the brand new one coming out. We're even going to go see Maverick together, and you we bet. are going to drop a bonus episode yep. with like the most detailed review you've ever heard, other than like, fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, airplanes oh, are yeah. cool. Dude, Top, so Gun. Good. Top Gun so great. Oh, oh man. man, there was motorcycles and stuff. Oh, Dude, Curse. it's like the same thing. I loved it. <laughs> no. We're we're going to definitely chop that one. Uh, and then hand-selected by our Patreon members. It was a vote last month, Predator. Oh. I'm predicting two of our best episodes back-to-back. -back Good up, job, you guys. You, guys. So, you picked right. Yeah, You picked right. And well if, you, if you are new to the podcast, go back this time last year. Uh, we did a mini bite uh, about nostalgic 90s snack food. Mm. That was a fun one. Oh, that was a Dunkaroos good one. I, I've, I've heard that that's one of uh, my friend's favorites, as uh, they've told me. And so I think you should go listen. It's weird how nostalgic you can be about a taste. Yeah. Yeah. And there are, you just see a label of something. 
from your childhood, and you're like, because yeah. when, with yeah. that with that taste, you get like other nostalgic yes. things, like when you like when How you were eating you were, that, what you, what you were, were watching. I was watching Are You Afraid of the Dark while I was eating for roll ups. Yeah, you know that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. So go back a year in time, go listen to that, uh, and we will hopefully see you guys soon. Yeah, love you, bye. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please stay in touch with us by following uh, on all of our social about? media platforms at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Confused Be Fast on. Twitter. Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice right now. Also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs, stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to ConfusedBreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't forget about our voicemail number, 319-804-9596. Links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at ConfusedBreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually in our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.